0: Welcome, welcome. This is the Photo Op Podcast. The podcast where we talk about all things photo and video. I'm Matt Lucas. And I'm Stuart Marlantis. And this is Photo Op. And uh, today, this is part one of a very, very special episode that we yes, have, have going on. So, um, uh, just quite recently Stuart, mm-hmm. hold, hold up that ring finger hey Stuart got married for those of you
1: listening i i just yeah out yep, of my yep, hand yeah wiggling finger. my there fingers we go. <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> i always forgot that people people listen to this setting show. the visual stage yeah yeah yeah. there we go um but yes you recently got married I and did. i i had the great honor and privilege of being your wedding photographer mm-hmm. so um in Funny this, how that worked out i know weird <laughs> right weird. So, um we are going to do a little bit of kind of a two-part episode. So, mm-hmm. part 1 is going to be how to choose a wedding photographer. Mm-hmm. And then come back next week for part 2 where he's going to rate me as how well I did as a wedding mm, photographer. No pressure. <laughs> no. Ooh, yikes. Hope ho- I think I did all right. Rate your podcast I th- co-host. I think I did all right. <laughs> yes. This-, this is when I rage quit Spoilers. the podcast. <laughs> um no, so uh if it- so that is kind of how we're how we 're formulating this, but I do want to say upfront before before we lose you, if you mm-hmm. are a photographer you 're not getting married anytime soon. you might be thinking like these episodes are dumb. why am mm-hmm. I listening to this? But um, what we 're going to be doing is we 're going to be digging into kind of not only how how he chose a photographer and what he was thinking about it, but as a wedding photographer, if you haven't gone through that process yourself, you might not know what the couple is thinking. Or kind of how to talk to them. And one thing... I've been doing this for over 10 years. And one thing that I've noticed is that couples will very rarely actually tell you the real problem. Mm -hmm. They will give you an excuse. And that excuse, you have to dig two or three layers deeper to figure out what the actual objection is on why they're not hiring you. So uh, we're going to do um, a little bit of a deep dive into this and um, kind of talk about how you can uh, get more get more wedding couples if you shoot weddings, but also how to choose a photographer if you're getting married. So if you're not a photographer, you can listen to it for that. But if you are a photographer, don't tune out just yet. Um, listening to what real clients think, I think, could be useful. Mm-hmm. I am a real client in this case. He is a real client in this case. So, mm. yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, I wanted to start um, by just kind of asking you, like, um, your process of obviously this process was a lot shorter than most because yes. you were kind of like, <laughs> you were kind of like, yeah, you're, you're great. I'm going to hire you. But <laughs> um, I, I want you to um, kind of walk me through uh, what are the kinds of uh, things you were looking for or considerations you had um, sure. like style budget or anything else you can think of kind of like that pre even, even looking for photographers of like, what is it that you wanted out of your photography?
1: Definitely. Um, so it's it, it's a variety of things. Like we uh, we were lucky in that we figured out like a location that we really liked right away. But like that's the immediate thing. Like from the get go, what I what I started to think about is where are we going to be? What kind of photo of options are there what kind of availability do we have of scenery um that was my my first kind of perspective and maybe that's because i've been i'm informed by liking to do landscapes and nature stuff and like like, that's true what pretty things are out there like yeah we're going to be on that background but what's the background (laughs) gonna look like and so one of the immediate things that i had is like do um you know anybody that i would want to go with like can they incorporate those surroundings really well um can they you know work with the light really nicely to make it to make everything shine can they um you know do they have an eye where they can look at what's out there and say oh this is a great opportunity that's a great opportunity so that's something that i was thinking about right away um we happened to have a location where we had lots of options we had a really nice park it was waterfront we had a balcony that kind of was over the water we got right up against the water with driftwood and stuff. So we had lots of options, which is really cool. And I wanted to incorporate all those things.
0: If, if I may interject, mm-hmm. not to terribly burst your bubble, but from a photographer's perspective, it was okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so let me, let me kind of paint a picture for you guys. Mm-hmm. So he said it was a really nice park. It was in open park. Mm-hmm. Um, but you were also getting married at noonish in a heat wave. Um, yeah, it was very hot. It was it yeah. was very hot. The mm-hmm. sun was directly overhead and the trees were sparsed out enough. There like there was one lone tree and it was a big tree, but because it's a big tree, um, there it's not like I can get you know you in front of trees it's you in front of a brown mm-hmm. trunk and then because it was an open park and it wasn't exclusively reserved there are people in the background mm-hmm. there are chain link fences there yeah. are signs saying please do not trample this flower bed yep. type stuff yep. so from a photographer's perspective. Um, even even a a nice park um is is fraught with obstacles that need to be overcome. Uh, you talked about the Pretty balcony. True. the balcony was incredibly small. Mm-hmm. Um, half of it was in sunlight mm-hmm. which made mm-hmm. it even smaller and it didn't particularly look out over. Anything as a person, you're like, yeah. Oh, look at the scenery. Um, mm-hmm. and it was waterfront, but uh, what I was seeing was the gravel and the boat launch, and mm-hmm. and way, 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 way back there. If I put my camera on f11, I might be able to catch some of the scenery from across the water. So, sure. so, um, I, I also want to throw into perspective that, um, every there there is no perfect like yeah there are perfect locations like go to iceland or spain or something and you mm-hmm. can throw your camera in any <laughs> direction and everything's gorgeous but um no there are there were definitely some challenges i'm, j- I'm just gonna say that mm-hmm. up front but but that's no, something to keep in mind yeah, so ahead.
1: like often when you're picking a wedding location you're picking for the people there like you're picking for a nice space to be in and less a photographic space. Now, I wanted something that had a lot of different options, ideally that you know fit in our budget and was convenient and you, all I, that. I did have a but, lot of variety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, you, your clients potentially for a wedding are not necessarily going to keep that in mind, and so you've got to work with what you got. In this case, it was seemingly middle of the road. <laughs> it,
0: I I would I would say. It was, um, it was definitely nicer than you know the backyard wedding or the getting getting ready in, in the you know hotel bathroom behind the wedding venue. Mm-hmm. There is some of those venues where the getting ready space, photographically speaking, is heinously mm-hmm. atrocious. And I would say it's definitely a step up from that. Um, it was definitely not a chandelier laden you know ballroom. No, no, no. <laughs> and that's and that what
1: didn't suit us at all. So we weren't it, from the get go. We were always going to do. Something outside, or at least you know, half inside, out, half outside, as much as we could. Um, but the other thing that was uh, that was something to consider is we had a really compressed ceremony. Our ceremony was really short. Um, I mean, I guess it could be shorter, but it was definitely on the very short side. It was of on things. the short side, yeah. Uh, and you know, we didn't have all of the. You know, there wasn't uh, all of this like extra you know, stuff, extra ceremony around the core wedding ceremony. Uh, And so that was of a particular concern to me is like, we have like 15 minutes. Um, You know, how are we going to, you know, any photographer is going to have to work in a very compressed period of time. There's only, well, obviously with like stuff like the kiss, there's only one opportunity for that. But there are only even so many opportunities for just the couple being up in front of people and getting people's reactions and getting the little speeches and stuff. Like it's, it was a very compressed time space. Um, so that was something that I, I was thinking about right away when we were setting this up. Um, otherwise the rest of the day was very free form. So it wasn't like very regimented. We had like a 20 minute ceremony and we had the regimented, you know, family and, and couple photos and everything else was just kind of like, Whatever is out there. Let's see what happens. Sure. So that's something I think to keep in mind when you're shopping for a photographer right away is, uh, what is your wedding like? Where is it? You know, start to think about that stuff. Maybe you can't articulate it exactly right away. But Mm. think about you know they're going to ask you these questions so you might as well preemptively think about them instead of being surprised with like you know here's the time of day we're thinking here's how long it's going to be here's what the ceremony is roughly going to look like you know think about those questions ahead of time um and you know maybe you have some opportunities where you can say like hey this could look cool or that spot could be interesting Mm -hmm. um but also expect for them to be like thanks but then totally
0: ignore you because they're professionals and they know how to make it look (laughs) better ultimately yeah my 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 rule of thumb is uh if the couple has a request no matter how stupid i think it is in the back of my head i always say yep we'll definitely do that (laughs) and i'll take a shot there yeah and if it's if it's worth any if it's any good i will continue shooting it otherwise Mm -hmm. i will take the shot and move Mm on um for instance i shot my sister's um engagement session uh many 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 moons ago um and they went to the fremont uh bridge where there's a troll mm-hmm. underneath the bridge and they're mm-hmm. like can we get a photo like picking the trolls nose i'm like yep we can <laughs> and i'm just sitting here thinking this is so stupid and the photo's not gonna look good but yeah sure we'll shoot it once and we'll then go move for on. It. yeah um yeah i mean that that's part of the client is always right of like you know, if, if they're gonna buy a print of something that I think stupid, I still made money. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't ultimately hurt anything, but doesn't hurt anyone. You're likely going to find that those
1: photos were not as good as you expect. <laughs> um, but that's how I, that's how I would go into like the style of the wedding. Was like consider all of those options. Think about exactly how the day is set up and the space is set up, um, because you're going to be talking to the photographer later, and you'll want to know those things right away.
0: I, yeah. I have one more question for you before we actually get into like comparing different photographers oh no, yeah and i have more to talk oh, you about have more sure. okay mm-hmm. excellent uh one thing that i want to make sure that we hit is budget yes
1: yep exactly so
0: that's <laughs> that was down another thing I'm,
1: but budget
0: for sure <laughs> so so what i want to know is how did you decide what your budget was for photography because you can mm-hmm. go onto the not, uh, not mm-hmm. and um they'll say this is how much you should spend for a photographer but if you live in san francisco versus alabama mm-hmm. those are wildly different prices yes, yes um there's also how high or low is photography on your list i had one couple who basically a loped and said i don't care if we get married under a bridge we want gorgeous photography and we're hiring you Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i have other couples that said like i'm only doing this because my mom wants photos we don't care like it's fine whatever you take is great so there's a spectrum and all of that informs decisions
1: yeah so budget um i mean obviously you need to have realistic expectations depending on where you are um we're in a relatively high cost of living area so like immediately the the floor of pricing for anything is pretty high in in uh, in western washington state uh so you've got to keep that in mind right away the other thing is just you know g- like google searching basically you know what what is out there what's kind of the general price that people have i mean i know that, like the non stuff like they have all of those you know here's what you should pay um, i didn't really think about any of that stuff because to me it was like well you know what's what's right is right you know within reasonable limits. But to me, I kind of have an advantage in that I sort of know what the reasonable limits are um, sure. right away. And we were lucky in that we got the venue very inexpensively due to me volunteering and helping people and stuff. But anyway, I schemed myself into a cheap venue. Our food was actually relatively inexpensive. And so a significant amount of the cost of the wedding could be photography so that's how i was looking at is everything else was reasonable so maybe the photography could be on the slightly higher end side of things gotcha Um, but you know it depends on your budget if you like spend a million dollars on food maybe you don't have that money left over however i would say from now my somewhat more experienced point of view what what is going to last like the food you know the food shouldn't be bad let's say in the case of food but what what are you going to have that's going to last the rest of your life and it's not going to be the food it's not going to be the ca- <laughs> the cake even though you might like try to you know, seal a piece of it away to open in ten years and give yourself food poisoning. No, no, it's one, going...
0: one year tops. <laughs> yeah. I still think that's weird, though. It's
1: go- yeah, it's going to be the photos. Uh, that is what's going to last. Um, other than you know, hopefully the marriage and your jewelry. That's going to be the thing that lasts. And uh, you should invest in things that uh, have that kind of return. Um, all of your, you know, the the. I feel like the years will eventually become unkind to your memory and re- although it's very fresh for me more and more things i'm probably going to start to forget or be like oh yeah they you know these people were there or yeah that did happen and the photos can reinforce and remind and help you reminisce about that stuff uh, so they might as well be good i already can't remember my best man's speech but i remember <laughs> he was funny <laughs> <laughs> i mean and that's you know to some degree that's what matters but um but yeah so to me the budget was Uh, photography should be prioritized um uh, maybe not over everything else unilaterally but pretty close yeah um so that's how i looked at budget uh the other thing that i looked at was style um so i'm somebody who's very much like anti trends uh i don't like the lifted shadows like look i think that that's dumb i don't like the faux film look i think that that's dumb and a lot of people are doing that right now um i don't like the overly saturated like faux hdr look i don't you know any of that stuff where it's just too overdone i don't like i want something to have a good contrast
0: have good you know accurate colors um the, the, i want to it, a the good b- representation I, of reality yeah i think the biggest trend right now is um about a stop too bright and completely washed out yeah. because out everything looks kind of mm-hmm. glowy and magical and wonderful yeah. but i think that it's just detail. bad <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: that's super popular yeah blow out highlights lose all the detail like okay so it's really
0: ethereal but
1: it's not a good representation of what actually was happening the irony (laughs) is the one print you
0: bought is completely blown out well yes so that's but that's different that's will we'll we'll get there we'll get there Um, next episode so think about what style you like if you like those styles
1: fine like knock yourself out if that's if that's your aesthetic then cool um it's not for me uh so think about that you know what 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 style do you like? Even if you can't articulate it, maybe like look at, you know, what photos have do you have you seen that you're like, I really like what that looks like? Mm -hmm. I like how that appears, or maybe ideally if you have photos of yourself where you can say, you know, I in this photo I look really good. What are the things that even if you don't know the terms or the the terminology for it, what in this do you like? Do you like the lighting? Do you like the posing? Do you like how, you know, do you like how you're lit do you like it really backlit do you like it really bright do you like it really dark you know think about those things and that's something you can articulate to the photographer and be like i like this and i like these things about it maybe you can't say it's that style but the photographer will be able to glean
0: what you're saying from absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um to just to flip this really quick. So, as a photographer, you have to not only know your style, but um be okay with turning away clients who do not fit your style. Yeah. Um one thing that I'll say with for me personally is I price myself slightly on the higher end of the scale for the area because um I've been doing this a long time and I'm pretty good at it and there are other photographers who Uh, do it for less, but they're just like, Oh my God, I need to take anybody. And uh, what I found is if it's not a really good match of both personality and style wise, then that's going to be a nightmare client, no matter how much they paid me. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm very okay. Going to a wedding show and saying, um, you know, Mason jars, burlap, sacks, Mm -hmm. farm, cowboy boots. If this describes you and your wedding, I'm probably not the photographer for you. And that's okay. I'm the exact (laughs) opposite of that guy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, because someone right across the aisle from me is going to have all of that in their portfolio and cost a thousand dollars less. And they're going to have the, you know, washed out, super bright photos that couples love. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's okay. You just have to know what your style is. Be okay with that. Um, yeah. The other thing is I is I love looking at Pinterest boards because Pinterest boards tell me what they like. So um, there's one couple where he just kept sending me silhouette after silhouette after silhouette. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, they really love, silhouettes. They love the silhouettes. Right? And he didn't know the word or term for that. But when you look at a Pinterest board and 50% of the shots are silhouettes in front yep. of a window, yep. I know what I'm going to be doing yep. a little bit yep. that day. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. Like, look, find things that you like even if you can't articulate it it's fine because the photographer's gonna look at that and say oh okay i'm getting visual themes here yes here are the themes yeah, yes yeah for sure one one more thing on budget um really quick because i don't think i said this before y- y- you know there might be some budget flexibility like maybe you can you can shift some money around you can say oh we don't need it as expensive a cake topper or whatever because we really like this photographer but if you're not in the same ballpark Yes, that's another thing that maybe you should, you should either rethink your priorities, or you should look at another photographer. Um, and that could go, you know, that could go either way. I, I feel like, but um, you don't want to waste anybody's time and like trying to argue a photographer to be cheaper for you is not a good use of your time or anybody no. else's time. It's either going to result in nothing or it's going to result in a lot of hurt feelings and, and stress and people being mad at each other. So yeah, the contractor yeah. who
0: did my bathroom, um, he he yeah. gave us a 10% discount, but also did 10% less work. Yeah. So like, well, and, maybe, and maybe there's <laughs> options, right?
1: So if you look at a photographer and we'll get into this more in just a second, but if they got multiple packages or, You know, you can maybe like, I really love this person, we can't afford them for eight hours. But if they've got a four hour package, maybe that's something that you can do. So just one more thing on budget is like, you need to be there needs to be an option that is in the same ballpark. You know, maybe there's there's a little bit of flexibility on either side, whether what they're offering or what you can do. But if you're not in the same ballpark, in my opinion,
0: don't bother. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so uh, again, flipping back to the photographer's perspective, mm-hmm. um, one thing that I follow up when I get like a, an online lead from any of these paid services, um, it is very much just like, how much does it cost? That is, that is, yep. that is the only question. Just send us pricing. That is the only question I ever get. I reply with prices start at X. The mm-hmm. average couple spends this. If that's in the ballpark for you, I'd love to go over more details. And, you know, nine times out of ten, they ghost me. And that's fine. We're already not a match. I'm not wasting my time. They're not wasting their time. Mm -hmm. But when they do respond, then I can take the time and the personal care and show this so that when I actually do put the price list in front of their face, it's not shock and surprise. They already knew roughly what it was going to look like. Mm -hmm. But also when they see that it costs maybe more than they might have expected they're like oh this is worth it yeah yeah you don't exactly. you don't walk into a lot and be like can you show me mercedes i know i've never heard anything about a mercedes <laughs> but like sell me a car and they're like here's a very expensive car and they're like that's more than i wanted to pay or like well you're the one who asked for a mercedes yeah.
1: you you don't want surprises you don't want um any like question i feel like that that both parties are getting value obviously the photographer is getting paid but the couple is getting you know exactly what they want the style that they want um you know the the coverage and the quantity of stuff that they want which we will get into now sure so that's in my opinion the homework that you should do before you really actively pursue any photographer personally so, do you have anything to add to that?
0: <laughs> uh, no, that's that sounds good to me. Um, I I think you're absolutely right with having a little bit of budget flexibility, but also having something in mind. Yeah. Because uh um uh <laughs> one family member um said, okay, my budget for photography is three thousand, and then the photographer they found was eight thousand, and they're mm-hmm. like well, maybe I can hire them for less hours or something. I'm like, no, this is not the ballpark for you. (laughs) Yeah, 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 for sure. I think they did end up hiring them for less hours and spending six. And I'm like, but that's not... Yeah. That's not how you do that. <laughs> not
1: so much. Not so much. So how do you find an actual photographer? Um in my situation, I just like looked across the table, with my co-host, and there was a photographer <laughs> there that I knew I liked. Behind
0: me there's a bunch of pretty wedding photos. So ideally host a <laughs> photography
1: podcast and then choose the person that you're hosting it with. Uh, but in the real world, I feel like I had to like think about this cuz I didn't I didn't do I did I did some of this but I didn't do it as completely as somebody would in the real world um and I think my opinion is to start local like ideally as, lo- as local as across the table as you already stated <laughs> but Look at who's around you in your area, or maybe if uh, you know if you're traveling somewhere, you might look at the area that you're traveling to
0: for the wedding. Um, Unless you want to hire me, I yes. fly anywhere. Pay me money and send me to your wedding. Yeah, I will say that the,
1: <laughs> that the caveat to that is if you find somebody that you really love. It, like that much then it's
0: probably worth sure. you know flying. So, them out to uh, one thing that I will say is a majority of my destination weddings they're either people that I already knew who mm-hmm. live somewhere else or they're people who live here and for whatever reason maybe all their family is in Texas mm-hmm. um, but the couple lives here so they're doing all their wedding shopping and planning here yep, yep. and then um, when they are walking by the table and go no, no no we're not looking for a photographer we're getting married in Texas and I go yeah fly me to Texas mm-hmm. and they're like oh actually this is reasonable yeah, yeah sure so there can be that um there can be there can be a little of that and that i will say that's how i get pretty much all my destinations of it's a couple who's here that for whatever reason they're going to boston or st louis or yeah. you know austin and they just like a uh, surprise we found a photographer here we didn't think we would um mm-hmm. but you have to have that rapport to be able to get that so yeah absolutely shop local um one thing that i will twist on that mm-hmm is there are people like me who are self-employed or maybe run a small studio, and then there are studios that are like the brand name, quote-unquote, studios. I don't want to throw any of them under the bus but you know who I'm talking about <laughs> and those studios are like okay you hire us we'll send a random person out and your wedding will be covered competently and most of the time it is covered competently but you have no guarantee on who's going to be there um, are they going to be this weird slovenly teenager who doesn't know how to mm-hmm. hold a camera um, are they Um, there was actually one photographer that I exchanged of like, hey, I'll do family portraits for you. You do family portraits for me. I need photos, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All the ones I did for them turned out great. All the ones they did of me turned out just a little bit blurry. Oh. And I was like, but, but how did you, how did that happen? <laughs> so, like, there is this like, you. I do want to know the so, person I'm getting. I want to vibe check the person. I want to know the person, and you can't do that if you hire a big studio. So, rather than trying to like locale, if they, if you do know somebody, that's great. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely look independent people yes. rather than big studios.
1: So to me, this is, it, it, and it depends on your priorities with photography, but do you just want the service of somebody come and take competent pictures or do you want the artist? Like, are you hiring a service? You're hiring an artist. In my opinion, you should hire an artist because they have an actual vision and they're invested in that vision. And if you align with that vision, you're going to get an end res- result that is better than you know any other you and know, those uninvested service photographers those companies hide all their yeah. fees
0: on the back end so they're not actually
1: cheaper <laughs> yeah probably not so do you want to service the artist i feel like who wouldn't want the artist unless you just really don't care but that's, that's a little sad. self-serving that's a little to say, but you <laughs> that's know that's,
0: that's how i feel about it yeah
1: but i would agree i would agree um so yeah try to support local as much as you can um finding that can be difficult i mean it could be you know, you could just start with simple Google searches. You know, wedding photographer in Seattle. Um, but the problem with that is you're going to get uh, studios that can pay for higher Google rankings. You're going to get people that have. I do not rank on Google. Yeah, that you have more advertising spend. You know, it's it. That's you could start there, but um, you really Ask just your need friends to do who already got married. Yep. Yep.
0: Who did they use? Did they Network like them? with
1: people you know. Yeah. Who who did they use? Who did they like? um do they know anybody you know just just use your your contacts and your network as much as possible and maybe do a little bit of googling but just know that that's likely going to bring people that have money to pay to get to the top and not
0: necessarily the best quality true um if you want to if you want to dodge the email thing i know this is a very overwhelming prospect but wedding shows Mm yeah yeah when yeah. you go to a wedding show, you can quickly weed out who's skeezy just by vibe checking them. And then all the people that you do talk to and collect information from are actual prospects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, uh, you know, we didn't go to an
1: expo uh, because we should, because this, because of this. <laughs> but. Um, if this d- didn't if this wasn't already an option um that would certainly be something that i would be interested in doing like how how great of an opportunity to go to one location and be able to see a bunch of different work and vibe check a bunch of different photographers in one shot and potentially you know be able to pick one right away or at least have a short list where you're like i really liked you know these two or three people out of those you know a mm-hmm. couple dozen that we saw um so that is well worth it i feel like there's a I mean you're going to be working with a photographer a lot. Um, you should probably talk to them and get an idea of like, are you compatible to work with, basically? So,
0: yeah. So one thing that I definitely tell every couple, um, I kind of say it as a joke sometimes, because by the time I get to this point in the conversation, we're already clicking and they laugh it off. Mm-hmm. But like, if you find me weird and annoying, you should probably walk out and not hire me. Because yeah. think about it, your DJ is there for like three hours your caterer you will never see or talk to it's all about the food um, but your photographer is there in the morning when you're getting coffee and you're getting, you know, ready, you're getting your shoes and your dress on and then you're, you know, going through makeup and getting first looks done. And then you have an hour or two of creative portraits. They're in your face at the ceremony. They're in your face at the reception. And then at the end of the night, they're going to be running through that tunnel in front of you getting those photos. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like the photographer is the one that you might even spend more time with than the person you're marrying. So <laughs> make sure that. Uh, that that clicks and vibes for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, regardless of the, the way that
1: you find somebody, you're going to want to talk to them. You're going to want to figure out if you're compatible um, and then go from there. Uh, I would say around the same time, whether it's a short list, whether you have somebody that you're relatively convinced, like this could be during the, uh, you know, an expo, this could be pre or post, um, look at their portfolio similar to before are do you like what they do do you like their style do you think it vibes with what you're going for you know is there compatibility there on on that stylistic level as much as maybe a personable level because um, maybe they're the like super friendly great person that you wanted to hang out with but if they are shooting you know lifted shadows i'm going to be like okay cool you're you're fun but that's not you what don't I want. Shoot what I want. Um, yeah
0: one <laughs> one thing that I also hear a lot um, when when uh, couples say no, 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 I'm not looking for a photographer. Someone's already doing it. Oh yeah, no worries. They're like, yeah, my cousin. They're they're. Mm-hmm. I said, well, is your cousin good? Do you like their work? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. no, if they're not good, it's not a deal. Yep. yeah. <laughs> Even if they're doing it for free, like pick photos that you actually want. Um, I'll I'll flip this back around to the photographer side. So all of the stuff that you've said. If you're a photographer, roll that back. Think about it. He said he wants to see portfolios. Do you have portfolios of all these different pieces mm-hmm. readily available? He said he wants to see, um, you know, your vibe and your personality. Do you have anything that shows your vibe and personality? Yes, I have a whole YouTube channel that people can very quickly see. <laughs> but I also have an about me section that kind of succinctly sums up um, both kind of how nerdy I am and how kind of take charge I am. Of like, mm-hmm. I do say like I'm not a wallflower. I am gonna make you look your absolute best that those other photographers won't do so make sure that you kind of position yourself so run back through this episode kind of listen to all the things Stuart just said and as a photographer are you doing these things are these clients getting these things when they're looking for you i just just before we keep going just like remember just don't gloss over this Mm -hmm. these are things couples are looking for I'd say the last major thing
1: um, while you're narrowing this down is look at the packages that they offer. Um, I looked beyond just Ben, just kind of out of curiosity, not having done this before. I I looked at a few other photographers and saw like, okay, so what a, you know, what's what's out there? What's common? Um, because I knew we would talk about this at some point of course. and you know it's very common to have 3 or 4 wedding packages that vary in length and what prints you get out of them and albums and you know all that sort of stuff right. so that's I would say the last major thing to keep in mind from my perspective is what do you want do you want big wall prints do you want an album do you not care about an album you want something entirely different like what are they offering in their packages and does that get you what you need it, do they Will they do 12 hours of coverage? Will they do two hours of coverage? You know, it depends on your budget, what your expectations are, what you're able to do, and then obviously what fits in your budget. Um, But keep that in mind. What do you want out on the other side beyond just here's a bunch of digital files
0: as great as that is? Do you want something more than that? Um, the answer is yes. And you the answer always is yes. you yeah. always want more than digital files mm-hmm. cuz I guarantee you will never get around to printing them. But what form does that take
1: in? Maybe you don't <laughs> care about an album, but you want big beautiful prints to hang all over your house. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. It, do they have that? Do they've got do they have printing services? Can they work with that? Um, do they, you know, on one side offer the enough enough hours to cover that on the other side offer a physical thing on the other for you to enjoy and maybe you don't care about that and you don't just want the fanciest coolest huge album that's
0: going to dent your table when you set it down of somebody like (laughs) i have a few of those yeah that's cool too i've I've got a question for you when you were doing your research um did you see a lot of photographers that cost a lot less than me but then once you started adding up all of the things you're like oh this is not cheap
1: yep yeah very low base rate it's it it There was definitely uh, this feeling of sort of like the first hit is free, kind of, where like, oh, hey, come in. I'm really cheap. And then you're like, well, if I want an album, like this adds on like a huge amount. It does. And then if I want more than four hours of coverage, this adds another huge amount. And you're like, well, this ends up either costing the same as somebody comparable for like an eight-hour package with an album. Or sometimes more like they trick you into like they trick you into upselling yourself on something that then ends up being really expensive so i um one thing that i like about your packages and i like about other photographers that are of this philosophy is like stuff is upfront. like obviously you're flexible and like if mm-hmm. there's certain stuff that you want or don't want you know you can work with that but i like that there's very clear x amount of hours y amount of stuff for different very obvious pricing tiers um and then it's very clear like exactly what you're getting you're you're not tricked into anything you know exactly like all right my budget is in the ballpark of this tier and this is what we're getting does that mesh awesome if it does if it doesn't what else could be worked out so yeah so um i like the clarity i don't i basically don't want somebody to be a like a salesman to me like the easiest way to sell me on something is to just be like here's the thing do you want it or
0: not and i'll be like all right i'm interested yeah (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly and 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 honestly um even though i have to do so much sales to just continue being able to do this Mm -hmm. that's the part i kind of hate i don't Mm -hmm. like upselling people i get kind of this bad feeling i don't want anyone to ever feel like they're getting tricked you know Mm so um and also one thing that i'll say is all my prices are on my website so yep. even though we're not saying any numbers in this episode, if you wanted to, just like go to my website. There's a PDF. Like yep. you can get all this information. But I have a three-hour package, and then the next one is an eight-hour package. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa that's a huge gap. And I'm like, yeah. If you have 25 guests and it's a mm-hmm. backyard wedding, you just need, you know, ceremony, some creatives, and family pictures. That's all you want. That's mm-hmm. all you need. That's fine. But otherwise, I just jump to full day. Yeah. Um, because anything in the middle, I feel like is the weird nickel and diming. Mean, if something Someone really wants six hours you can get the small package and keep on tacking on hours but then you're kind of paying the same as the eight hour
1: rate i will say that um although there's often a pretty decent gap between like a six and an eight hour package if you think about it you're likely getting a better deal with an eight hour package if you look at like a per hour or per hour and per object cost of stuff um you it can generally be more economical to just go all the way instead of being like, well, I'll do these things and then add on two hours and do that and mm-hmm. do this and like try to work it out. If you if you really look at the bang for your buck, so to speak, um, often like a full day of coverage is the best bang for your buck.
0: And yeah. I and one, um, one thing uh, that I will say is it took me a couple of years to figure this out. My prices used to be kind of very strange and people were kind of mashing things together of like, well, I, albums were included because it was like, oh, what album do you want? But some people didn't want albums at all. Right. And they're like, well, if I mash this together and that together and get the small one, but add on hours and then I actually end up saving some money but getting the same thing and it was confusing. It was a train wreck. And then and now it very much is just Just like, how many hours do you want? Let's add on stuff later. Mm -hmm. Um, But of course, the more hours that you're buying up front, guaranteed money for me, I'm giving you just free extra stuff. So the more money you spend, the more money you save. If Mm -hmm. you're a photographer, that should be the philosophy. You want to encourage them to spend more. You do not want want it to be oh if i just do this and it's the same amount of hours then why don't i just get the small package and not get the eight hour one because it would cost the same anyway like give them a deal that is they spend more that is the way
1: to correctly upsell in my opinion is if you can pitch the deal and and, and i'm not saying like ooh, look at how you know you don't necessarily articulate that look at how good of a deal you're getting because that starts to feel a little weird but in, in theory i feel like you're guiding a client to realize that for themselves and so they can say like oh wow eight hours is actually a better a better idea overall this gets us more of what we want and we get potentially some freebies or you know whatever you're throwing sure. in um instead of being like oh you really want to take this because look you get free stuff like that maybe that'll work on some people but some people might be turned off like what what's the What's the idea? Like, are you trying to get something on me? Like, what am I getting into if you do this? What are you trying to... Why are you trying to entice me so hard? Sure. So for me, I'll immediately turn off with that kind of stuff. But if I'm coming to that conclusion myself, then I'll be like, oh, I can see that this is a better deal. I want to do this. Now it's a decision that I'm making and not something that I'm being talked into.
0: Absolutely. And um, I make my packages just really easy. Um, I'll, I'll walk you through it so you don't have to go to the website, but there's the three hour package for the small elopements. Mm -hmm. There's the eight hour package where you just get your digitals in eight hours. That's it. You get the full day coverage, you get the art, but it doesn't come with all the frills. You can buy all that later. But then I tell people, if you want all day coverage, true all day coverage um are you are you catholic religious um uh, if you're doing some kind of ethnic ceremony like a tea ceremony in the morning that's going to add on extra hours that wouldn't be part of a normal western wedding mm-hmm. um all these things add extra time so it's just do you need eight hours or 10 hours and some people are like yeah i need that 10 hours boom you're into the next package also the 10 hour one comes with some extra free stuff mm-hmm. um the other thing too is like for the couple who's like oh yeah we're traveling oh my 10 hour one it includes my travel fees There's no extra for the travel fees. And they're like, oh, well, duh, of course I'll hire that one. Um, So I I just kind of make it really clear cut. And whether it's the amount of hours you need or the free thing that gets included with the package. um, Ever since I kind of restructured my packages this way, I've never had anyone confused about which one they want. Just sometimes I'll go, we don't know if we need eight or ten. And they'll come back to me and tell me later like that's that's about that's about it just make it as easy as humanly possible for people to say yes
1: yep that's all i got if you like the style you like the price you like what you're getting say yes there there you go
0: All right. So um, I think we've we've pretty much covered everything on kind of like um, your thoughts and how you kind of approach finding a wedding photographer. And I know that I sit right across from the table from you, but to expose a private conversation that we had, you did tell me like, Ben, I love your work. I just don't know if we can afford it. <laughs> yes, which that's true. which that's a real consideration. And mm-hmm. I take absolutely no offense to any of my friends who either don't like my style and want something different or say, I love your work, but can't afford it. So you did some research you did some looking mm-hmm. you looked at other stuff and then we also talked about like okay what is your budget what can you afford how many hours do you want mm-hmm. um so even though i sit right across the table from you and some of you out there are like well duh this is stupid like no no, no, no. Mm-hmm. i had to work for it <laughs> <laughs> for sure for sure all right so um that was this episode we are going to follow this up next week with part two where i'm gonna ask me personally how'd i do Mm, no pressure mm, stay <laughs> tuned for that next time see you next time if you have questions or ideas for future episodes you can email us at hello at photo op show
1: watch us on ben's youtube channel at non-creative
0: as in om nom, nom
1: share this with a friend and you can listen to photo op anywhere podcasts are sold
0: or download it because it's free